This is Working the Beat. It is Monday night, January 30th, 2023. I'm Kevin Cooney. Thank you for joining us. Give me what you can. Been a while, but we are back. And we're happy to have you with us as uh, there is obviously one main topic and Mr. Kern and I will discuss that. It is the Eagles heading to the Super Bowl, rolling through the Giants and the 49ers or the shell of the 49ers at this point and getting set to go see Andy Reid in the desert in two weeks. And uh, Mike, you know, I, I think the thing that I find amazing about this and it's so different in 2017 2017 had this feeling of wonder you know at a certain point after that Atlanta game it 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 was like that jaw-dropping like wow this is cool you know this is this is just happening how is in the world is this happening I don't think anybody is surprised right now by the way this team is dominated through these first two playoff games well why should they be well could, they were the best team. They were 14-1 and one with their quarterback when he was playing. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I, I mean, I had some people look at I'm, I'm the last guy that, that is a homer. I, I just, you know, I'm always the guy who's kind of doubting or who's kind of, you know, show me. And then, and, but, you know, I, I last week, the, the thing I do with Dick Girardi on Saturdays, we both had the Eagles um, this week. Um, now, I didn't know Purdy was going to get hurt or whatever. I didn't think mm-hmm. it was you know, going to be that. And, I I mean, my initial reaction to the opening line and everything, before there was a line, I just said the Eagles are going to beat either of these teams when the Kansas City game was still going on. And, you know, look, I, whether that, I mean, Mahomes is never an underdog, and I don't know what all the stats is. I mean, Jalen might be hurt. He might be hurt. Who knows? I just think the Eagles are the best team. And to be honest with you, I think Kansas City or uh, Cincinnati was the second best team. I do too. But, you know, what Patrick Mahomes did yesterday is, you know, stuff of legends. It's why he's Patrick Mahomes. And in all fairness, I love Jalen Hurts. I love Joe Burrow. But anybody who thinks that Patrick Mahomes isn't the MVP, and I don't mean that you're wrong if you think Jalen should be. It's, you know, it's like the joke each and beat argument. You know, there's no right or wrong answer. It, it is what it is. But Patrick Mahomes, I mean, in the fourth quarter of that game, he was down to, like, me as a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. He's running on an ankle that he probably shouldn't be walking on. And, you know, whatever Cincinnati did to help him along the way or whatever his defensive line did to help him along the way. And, you know, I mean, the funny thing is, Joe Burrow didn't play his greatest game yesterday. Jalen Hurts didn't play his greatest game yesterday, but they didn't have to. In the Eagles game, it was kind of circumstances dictated as much. Um, but, yeah, I mean, look, the storyline with, with Andy and the Kelseys and all, I mean, you couldn't, you know, you couldn't make this up. It's, it's, going, to be, it, it's going to be an insane two weeks. Let's put it that way. Well, and again, I want to bring it back to the main point. The main point I had is, when Nick Foles and all them were going to the Super Bowl five years ago, there was this sense of wonder because it wasn't like at that time, obviously you had a backup quarterback. And I know they had a great season up until the point that uh, Carson Wentz got hurt. But once Carson Wentz got hurt, all the dynamics changed. And then it just became a magic carpet ride. This isn't a magic carpet ride. This is the best team in football, the best roster in football. Just what exor- I just right, just the exerting its will on everybody. You know, I heard some people, I mean, it was funny because Greg Olson, and look, I think Greg Olson's fine. But he had a couple of things he said yesterday. That I was kind of like, eh. Like, early in the game, he said something about it's no Nick Romo. Well, yeah, Romo's bad. I mean, Romo's mailing <laughs> it in. Now, Romo was good when he first started. Uh-huh. And he's just, but whatever, that's digressing. But Olson said something about, yeah, uh, Sirianni has, has established himself as a front runner for coach of the year. Did, did not Greg Olson pay attention on Wednesday or Thursday or whenever the finals were announced that he wasn't one of them? And anybody that wants to tie, look, I know Howie was executive of the year for a good reason. And everybody in Philadelphia, we, we get all, you know, now, well, you know, Hassan should be the defensive player of the year. Maybe he should. I'm not going to sit here and say 
he's better than Joey Bosa or more or Bosa or whatever, Nick Bosa, whatever. Um, it's just like, well, Brandon Graham should have been the comeback player of the year. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. The guy in Seattle was on a scrap heap for like six years, and I, we get too carried away with that. But I think Nick Seriani deserves the coach of the year as much as anybody. I think Andy Reid did a great job this year, but they're never – because people, they take greatness for granted, and that's the, the thing with Mahomes. Sirianni took a team that was, had a nine they, – they the, the total over-under was nine. It went up to nine and a half, I think. They won 14 and played two games without Jalen. They would have won at least one of them. I'm not saying they would have beat Dallas, with, or, but they would have beat the Saints if mm. Jalen hadn't gotten hurt. This team could have finished 16 and one for crying out loud. And you still have to coach the team. And, and maybe the most telling statistic, Kevin, of all is their 22 starters yesterday were the 22 that started the, the opening game. That never happens. That, that, that's well, and the other part, the other part too, and, and this is a testament more to Roseman, but this, and, and look, I feel weird, you know, support given a, a Howie shout out after as critical as I was two years ago with them. Um, but the one thing I would say, and it kind of goes along the same lines, it's not just your starters and the 22 that you mentioned. Okay. Right. It's the guys after that. It's the guys yeah. after it that they can roll. Absolutely. Yeah, it's I, almost I, like hockey lines. They can roll three, four yeah. different <laughs> formations of defensive linemen out there. The thing is, I keep, and, and two years ago, what did I tell you two years ago, Kevin? I said, you can't – look, I hated his drafts. There's nothing that disturbed me more than the Justin Jefferson and the, the whole wide receiver thing that they kept going through. Mm-hmm. Okay, that distra- – but the man had a Super Bowl in his back pocket. Okay, and he is – I don't want to re- – I don't want to relitigate No, 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 Howard. but what I'm but saying is he went out – he went out. He, he knows he screwed up. Okay, let me ask this question. How many teams in any sport, but especially in football, can do what the Eagles did five years ago with a second-year coach that nobody or a lot of people didn't think was the right choice for the job, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And he had Carson, and Carson was the second pick in the draft. Okay. Wins the Super Bowl. This team, with a second-year coach that a lot of people didn't want, okay, after his first press conference, nobody wanted him, and a, a quarterback that basically is in his second year, but okay, he's in his third year, but second year. Is going to do is on the verge of doing the same thing. Franchises don't do that. You don't see this. And the only the only example that got brought up, and I actually saw this today. I'm I'm trying to remember who wrote it. It Might have been Mike Sando on on the Athletics site. That and it made the argument that Jeff Lurie is in a position where he, if they win in two weeks, Jeff Lurie is looking at a Hall of Fame. Um, oh, I think so. Because of the fact that. If they win, it will be I'm trying to think of the way they phrased it. Only he and Al Davis would have won Super Bowls within five years of each other with a different quarterback and a different head coach. Davis yeah. did it in '76 in, in with Madden and Stabler, and in '80 yeah, with then, Plunkett Flores. and, and Flor- uh, Flores. Yeah, Tom Flores. And '83, they they actually right, but within that, that five year yeah. gap. No, you're right, and I don't know, but but again, the situation's Plunkett was it was a ten year veteran, right? Okay, I'm just saying the circumstances are exactly the same. You know, they'll have a second year quarterback, um, a second year coach that you know that nobody you know. <laughs> I mean, it's just eerie. Well, it's yeah, eerie. the difference and, is, with and it is team, so different. Like one of the one of the things that everybody brought up about Washington for years was the fact that they won three Super Bowls with three different quarterbacks. But it yeah. was still the head coach. It was still Joe Gibbs. It was still yeah, that they one still had mastermind. a lot of the linemen probably were yep. the linemen. Um, yeah, you're right. You're, you're, but and, and the interesting thing, Kevin, is, and look, I don't know what's going to happen in two weeks. I, I think they're going to win. But again, Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Who knows? But they, they, I hear people saying about how this is a young team. Well, in a sense it is, but they have like six free agents. And I'm not trying to get ahead of myself because Howie has shown that the things he's good at is signing people. Big, biggest and, and one's making, the running back. And making trades. I right. mean, the, the trades he makes. Are just, if I saw Howie knocking on my door and I was another GM, Run. I would just say, oh, yeah, exactly. 
Exactly. Just I'll see you later. <laughs> but, you know, they're probably going to lose. I mean, they got the cornerback, the safety, um, a, a defensive lineman. Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. And I'm, I'm missing a couple. I think there were six. I think Boston Scott was one, too, by the way. Yeah, but I don't kind of count him. I, I think you can. And I think that's why a lot of mock drafts have them taking the Texas running back if he's there when they at pick the at end, 30. At the, yeah, I was going to say at the yeah. end in the third. But you know, what, you know what Howie could do, though? I mean, if, if look, if they really, really want, maybe you move up from 30 or 31 to like 24, you know, to get him. Uh, I mean, he, he's shown the ability to do it. All I'm saying is, I mean, they are a young team in the sense that the quarterback's young, the receiver's young, and and the other thing that's going to change, you're going to pay Jalen, mm-hmm. so it's going to impact. But I said, look, anybody with a brain on their heads, but can but see it, if the next five years they should be a good team. In fairness, now, what that means I don't know. Well, one thing that should be pointed out when we talk about Jalen's going to get paid and that'll eat into your cap, but the cap is going up significantly. Yeah, but uh, Jalen might go up. I mean. What was the last quarterback that signed? It was two forty, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, every quarterback that signed. Well, after the, that, the, the Watson the Watson deal was two forty, all guaranteed. Yeah, but Wilson got the two forty also, I think, or two. Yeah, but it wasn't all guaranteed. The all right. guaranteed one is the, is the one. Right, but I'm just saying, and far and 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 Rogers is getting like fifty million next year or whatever. All I'm saying is that the guys who are coming along now, the Burrow, mm-hmm. Jalen. Uh, there's a couple. I mean, the, the guy in Baltimore. Who the hell knows what's going to happen with him, right? Um, but but we're not talking like about Jalen Hurts making like 170 million. <laughs> you know, we're talking about Jalen Hurts making up and close to 250 probably. Um, and I guess the way the world works, he deserves it. I mean, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and, and the Eagles. I don't think are going to screw around with it by not doing it. But no, but. Because- but you have. I mean, they're a little bit like Baltimore, Kevin, in that this whole way they play is is designed around the quarterback. Yeah, and I think the one thing, and obviously these conversations are post Super Bowl conversations, mm-hmm. but I would say that I also get the sense that Hurts wants fair market value, okay, mm-hmm. but is not going to. He is so competitive, and I think he knows the history of the league where guys like Brady, guys like Manning, guys who have been successful long-term, and Mahomes to a degree, have made it where the cap hit is not too strenuous on their team. But most of those guys were older. Most of those guys, and I'm not saying... Oh, Mahomes wasn't, but go ahead. No, Mahomes is the one, and Mahomes also got like crazy money. Um, but it's also stretched it. out over years and years and years. So right. it's not. And I, and I think I, I get your point, but I think we always say that about guys. We always say, "Well, he'll take a hometown this or that." And I get what you're saying. It, it's th- not a hometown discount. It's a I want to win, and I'm willing to. Yeah, if but I'm it's making, a hometown. If I'm making forty as opposed to fifty million, I can live on it. Right, but it's still a hometown because this is your team. If he was a free agent, he probably wouldn't be thinking that way. He'd be like, oh, okay, I'm good. or whoever's agent is. I don't know who his agent is. They'd be saying, hey, let's, you know. And, and it's so what's screwed up about the cap, but that's a whole different story for another day. Yeah, and, and I don't even understand. I'll tell you what really confuses me, Kevin, is when they say, well, if they do this, they got to take a cap hit of this. I'm like, wait a minute. like if Because if, if, the Eagles had to do that with Wentz, obviously, two years ago. And, and I, I mean, to you me. You can again, accelerate. The guarantee money you can accelerate, so it's dead money for one year and not over three years. It's it's just getting to the point in I this know. list, and and it's and it's not going to go backwards. The quarterbacks are just making so much money that it just really does. So then, when you have a guy like you know, if you give a wide receiver a hundred million, mm-hmm. it's all of a sudden, oh, can I afford to do that? Um, I, I don't know, but well, how he's the cap. I mean, that's one of the things he does. Really well. So we, we we might as well move on from the Hertz part of this. I'll tell a guy who signed a contract last year and who is looking like a bargain is Hassan Reddick. Hassan Reddick is the one who blew that game yeah. up yesterday. Absolutely. Um but yeah, I mean look, they, 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 And they're they actually, gra- and they have great D line rotation. Sweat is great, Graham's been awesome. Uh yeah, but they may lose the one guy because they, they, they might not be able to afford to pay him. Um who am I thinking of? It's not sweat. It's the Hargrave. other guy. Yeah. 
They may not. But again, there's already talk that the Eagles with the 10th pick, if that's where they pick, and I'm how, with Howie, you never know what might happen, that they're going to maybe take a lineman again. Because they've got, look at what makes this team so good. Mm-hmm. Both lines. Now, look, the quarterback's been tremendous. They, they, they've got heroes all over the place. I mean, we could talk, you know, until we're blue in the face about things that this team does well. But their lines are just, their offensive line, obviously, we all know about. Their defensive line maybe ain't great. They don't stop the run all the time. But 75 sacks from a team that had like 29 last year? I mean, how we look. The t- there's lots of moves. We could talk about the cornerback he stole from the Giants or mm-hmm. when the Giants couldn't pay him. Who you're the not going to get back next year probably. The two, right. But that's okay. Yeah. It's funny that for a team that won four games two years ago, this team is built to win now. Mm-hmm. They kind of went all in. Yeah. Um, even though their quarterback ain't going anywhere, you don't think. But the two moves, Kevin, above all, A.J. Brown changed everything on draft day. And then Hassan Reddick, I don't know if Hassan was after that or before that. That was free agency. Right, but was that before the draft? Yeah, that was was in March. So they had Hassan Reddick. Yeah. Okay, but I still think the A.J. Brown to me was the one where they said, hey, we don't want the 19th pick. Right, we're going to get one of the top five receivers. Well, it also helped that they had another first-round pick. Sure, and and Howie's responsible for that because he went out and, and the fact that they have an extra one this year. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's his doing. It, that's you which know, could, which could end up with a Joey Porter um, for your safety. Um, yeah, there's there's going to be Kevin. A- they could do anything. They could move up if they want to. Mm-hmm. They could move back if they want to. Um, yeah, I don't and, and know. That, and and look, it's revisionist history now to say, well, we knew Jalen Hurts would be great. They that's were wrong. they yeah. were they yeah. were hedging their bets by getting these first round picks. Kevin, they were lo- exactly, and they look. They, 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 you can we can spin the same way they want. They were looking at Wilson. They were looking at. They probably even looked at Deshaun Watson, and you know, and just to see what you that know, would have been a tough sell. Exactly, but they looked. They looked. They they did, kicked they the tires. Uh huh. Right. They did their due diligence because honestly, God, I don't think when the season started, Kevin. They thought they knew what they had in Jalen Hurts. I really don't. And that's that's okay. We didn't either. And Jalen Hurts, God bless him, has just went out and and, and had this phenomenal season. Um and now they know what they got. So, you know, now now they they, they don't have to worry about drafting a quarterback you wouldn't think in the foreseeable future, unless they're going to draft a guy late to be a backup. You know. I mean the the thing that gets me is and the one the difference between what Wentz was and Hurts is the fact that you could tell the admiration that that group has for Jalen Hurts. There's no there's no cold shoulders, there's no sideway looks, there's no shrines being built to Gardner Minshew, all that. But I think at the point, Kevin, when they it's easy for us to say that now. We know what kind of person Wentz turned out to be and whatever in various stops. And where I get and where I get hold on, Mike, where I give Howie credit is the admission of the mistake. Sure. Because there's a lot of people in this league. Look, Jerry Jones is one right now. Jerry Jones is letting his pride get in the way that he's gonna win with Mike McCarthy. And he's willing to Well, he's not well, he's not. Well, but he's willing yeah. to dispatch everything yeah, to yeah. prove it. Yeah, to jam the square Jones. Yeah, the the to uh-huh. jam the square peg in the round hole. They and how he was not willing to do that. But when they drafted Jalen, they brought a lot of these problems upon themselves. Yeah, they did. Because that was the thing that for right or wrong. And listen, when they were ten and two that year and they were going to be eleven and zero when Foles won the Rams game at the end, everybody loved Carson. Nobody was saying any bad things about Carson, no. right? Then he gets hurt, and then we hear later that he was upset that Foles was having, you know, having, having the, the success. success. Right, we found out. But I'll tell you what, when they were going to play that Seattle game, uh, everybody was still on board. Two years later, two years now, we're talking two years. Yep. And everybody, if, if this is if the year, but this is hurt, the year before they drafted Hurts. This is the if he the had January. not gotten hurt, and the Eagles had won that game. And I think it was a pick'em game. It was basically yeah. a pick'em game. 
And even if they lost the game after that, I don't even know who they would have played. That's after oh. that's after Wentz had gone on that run to get him Buddy. in the playoffs at nine and Buddy. seven, right? And they drafted. I still think they drafted Jalen mostly because they Insurance. they saw they saw what Foles was as a backup. Yep. And they said, "Hey, Jalen Hurts can be that guy and cost us no money, right?" And then you know, but again, you still got to credit them for taking them. Yeah, you do. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't think they knew what they had. But so what? You know, it's like, it's like if the Phillies drafted somebody in the 20th round of the draft and he turns out to be an all-star, am I going to blame the Phillies for not taking him in the 12th round of the draft? I mean, you know, it's like um, it is what it is. And Jalen has exceeded my – I thought he could be good. I never thought he could be this. Um, so good for him. Yeah. Good for Jalen. Good for the team. Good for Howie. Go for it, man. And so they'll go to Arizona and they'll face – the, the Chiefs. Isn't uh, that the place where they don't win a lot? I mean, they won there this year, and everybody said that was the yeah. first time they'd won in Arizona. In they've, a had, while. they've had some weird. They had some weird things in Arizona over the years. Yeah. Okay. I mean, going back to the old Sun Devil Stadium days in Tempe. I uh, love that place. I did. I that was awesome. Um. I, there was one thing that got brought up on PTI the night that I found interesting, and it was Kornheiser saying that. He thinks more pressures on the Chiefs. I agree. Go ahead. Why? Uh, I'm interested because if you're, Eagles, you're, look, you're because, thinking in his thinking. Okay, the, the, Chiefs have, the Chiefs have been the number one seed in the AFC for five years. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has not played a road playoff game. Okay? Uh, he hasn't lost one in regulation except in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think if the Chiefs lose and they have one Super Bowl to show for this five-year run, uh, people will, you know, once again, play the Andy Reid card. And and, and, and that was where it was going because. Yeah, and, it's and, the truth. And Kornheiser's point after that was the Eagles would have won two Super Bowls since Andy left. Yeah, right. Well, somebody made it. It was funny. I was listening to Anthony today. And Anthony was saying something. I don't know if I misheard this or, or something, but he was just talking about the dynamic. He says, we all know when Andy goes into the Hall of Fame, he's going in as an Eagle. Really? I Did he win a Super Bowl? And especially if he wins in well, two weeks, he's going in as a chief, pal. He ain't going I, in as an eagle. I hate to say it. it the Pro Football Hall of Fame is one of those. It's not like you have a cap on or anything. Oh, okay. So. Okay. But more people will identify him with the team that he won two Super Bowls with. I would think than so. Then they're going to identify him with the Eagles. Mm-hmm. But I agree that if the Chiefs – now, look, if Mahomes can't walk to, in two weeks, okay, fine, whatever. But if the Eagles well, lose, everybody's going to perceive it as, okay, you lost, and we'll be able to, and we'll be able to break this down in fuller detail once we get an idea on Mahomes' injury on the wide receivers. If they don't have Miko Coleman, um, yeah, but you're not going to know for another week and a half. Well, probably. I'm saying probably when they get to Arizona on Tuesday or Wednesday of next week, you'll have a better yeah. idea. Right. Um, but if the Eagles lose, I mean, they kind of get a free ride. Now, I don't mean that in the sense that they think that way. I, I don't. Because they could lose and never get back. They could lose and never get back to a Super Bowl. We've I'm not ready to say free ride because I think everybody. And look, I'm I'm guilty of this as as anybody. I'll be honest, Mike, and, and we'll make picks next week. Um, I personally think they're going to win this game, and I think they're going to win it fairly comfortably. Well, because it, I think there's a lot of match. The- there's a lot of matchup things here that work to the Eagles' benefit. Yeah, I. I, I, I the only reason if they lose is going to be because of Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, exactly. And, that, and, that, and well, and that, and that could happen. I saw it happen yesterday against a team that's pretty darn good and and it beaten them three times. But uh, what I'm saying with the pressure part is the Eagles. If they lose, nobody's going to kill the Eagles. No, now nobody might kill the Chiefs because they might just say, "Hey, you lost to a better team." Yeah, and that's fair. But again, when you have a five year run and you have one, what do we always talk about with the Phillies? Those 2007 to just 2000. One. Just, just one. Just one. All we ever say. We never say, hey, wasn't it great? 2008. And we do say that. But then we'll say, man, they could have Man, they could have won. Man, they could have won in 10. Man, they could have won. I mean, really. And and I, I still hear people, th- Angelo, that's Angelo's big thing with Charlie Manuel. You know? We only won one. Okay. I get it. It's tough, uh, it's so tough to win. It's tough to win, but. Again, when you've been there five years and the Chiefs have basically either been in the Super Bowl or been in the AFC title game five straight years, 
that's almost impossible in the NFL. Really, well, when you well, think about and it. And even look at what the 49ers did or have done. And they've made three title games in four years. Yeah, and they have nothing to show for And they have one Super Bowl appearance. Yeah. Because um, they haven't had a quarterback. And, and, and you give them credit for... My God, you know, you're good enough that you're at this point, and John Lynch has built a team that's good enough to get on the door, and that defense is really tough and all that. But then you wonder, okay, it, the freaky things that happened to him. You know, the, so, the, not that anybody in Philadelphia cares, Kevin, no. but if you were the 49ers, what would you do at quarterback next year? What, what would your move be here? Tom Brady. Okay, what if you can't get him because I mean I tend to agree with you. I mean, so so Garoppolo's gone, right? Garoppolo, yeah, he's a free okay. agent, and Purdy now his elbow could be could be done or whatever. Yeah, he's he's, he's not going to be able to throw for at least six months. Do you give Trey Lance the shot? I would trade Trey Lance and I would go get Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, I think I mean I, mean, I tend to I think, think Tom like, would know, like to finish. Look, we all kind of try to find. Well, what does Tom, you know, it's the tea leaf thing. What does Tom want to do? What does Tom want to do? I think there's a part of Tom who grew up watching Joe Montana and all that who would like to finish his career near his mom and dad in the Bay Area. Las Vegas ain't close enough? Granted, Santa Clara is not exactly next door to San Francisco. But, yeah, it's. And if I'm Tom. And who, and who does he have a better shot of winning with? Well, here's another thought. The AFC has Mahomes. Burrow, mm-hmm. the guy in the Chargers, Herbert. Herbert who am I? I'm missing. Uh, the, maybe the guy Allen. Allen. Yeah. So you can, or you can stay in the NFC. You know, look, Hertz is, was great this year. I'm not, you know, knocking Jalen Hurts, but I mean, you know, I don't yeah. know what uh, Rodgers is going to be or where Rodgers is. He could be, be a I Jet. Yeah. But again, the same question follows Rodgers. Do you want to go to the AFC? <laughs> yeah, I don't. You can no, make an ar- you can make an argument now. You can make an argument, and, and this is one of the things that's tough. You can make an argument that the top the top three quarterbacks in the NFC, okay, are Jalen Hurts, okay, I, like based on current levels going in the future projections, not voting on what they are in the past. In other words, I, I Aaron Rodgers would obviously be like the most talented one of the whole bunch, okay, but current levels into future performances. You can make an argument it's Jalen Hurts. You can make an argument it's Jared Goff. And oh, it's not Jared Goff. No. Mike, I'm telling you. Give me. Give me he's not. Give, he's, he's, look, who's who's a, a better quarterback future than. Yeah, he, he had a nice year. He's a good quarterback. No, he's he's not. An, I, I don't count him as like an elite quarterback. I don't think if you were ranking the quarterbacks in the NFL, Jared Goff might not just look at that NFC. Look at that NFC South, Mike. I no, no, I understand it's what you're Brady, saying. It, it, all right, it's Brady's not going back to Tampa. You, you, right. you don't know what New Orleans situation is, right? But Brady and Rodgers could both still be in the NFC, is what I'm saying. And one guy won two MVPs. He's one year removed from an MVP. He's weird. I get it. Um, you know, and the other guy, you know, last year. But who's the third? Million yards. Okay, take those two out because, as I said, it's now yeah, and, I, and you're building into the future. And with either one of them, it's year to year at this point at the best. So you take Jared Goff over the Giants guy. Yeah, I would. Okay. Uh, how about over the Minnesota guy? Yeah, I would. Oh, see, I'm not so sure I'd go there. I mean, I know nobody likes the Minnesota guy, but. You know, you know, honestly, uh, honestly, like, you can make an argument on Justin Fields if you ever got a line in front of him. Um, about, what do you think about Dak? See, he's the I, interesting one. Like, I mean, I know he didn't play well this year. I mean, but the how Dallas, much of that was the finger injury? Too? I have no idea. I, I, how much of Rodgers was the finger? I don't know. You know, he broke his finger like in week two or three. Nobody talked about it the rest of the year, and I'm like. He's throwing balls in the dirt. And I'm like, Aaron Rodgers doesn't throw balls in the dirt. But, you know, I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I mean, but, I mean but, but look at it. Arizona's a mess. Uh, San Francisco, you don't know what the hell the status is. That's See, I, why I think right. Rodgers and Brady are both going to look to stay in the NFC. But whether the 49ers or some other team 
you know, they're you're going to have to give up a, a number one pick for Brady. Well, and, right? Well, no, he's oh, no, he's no, got an Brady, option for Rogers. For Rogers, I'm sorry. You don't have to give something up for Rodgers. You know, I don't know because I think that maybe there will be an agreement for a buyout that will take the cap hit way down for the for the backers. But don't you still have to give something up? They have to trade them, right? I don't think they have to trade them. They could, t- they could sign, like, basically a release. Well, nobody's talking about that. They're all talking about a trade. Well, I think a trade because so, they feel like there's a tradable I, asset So you there. think the Packers are ready to go with uh, Jordan Love or whatever the hell his name is? I, I, at this point, I don't know. So if I, you're I, th- Packers, I think the feeling I think the feeling is it's more Aaron wanting to get out, right? But if you're the Packers and you're going to let, and I agree with you, I agree, Kevin, because they're sick of it. They're they're sick of the whole. I don't blame you. Know him. what the hell are we doing? But again, you have to have a plan. I mean, if you all of a sudden, if Jordan Love's not your answer, and I don't know if he is or not, and Rodgers isn't there anymore, you know who you play. You better have do. a you as a GM and a head coach. You better have a long term contracts extension then signed. Yeah, You're, I think Green Bay could be one of those teams like in two years that you know, you know is is like maybe how the Eagles got off the cliff for a year. Well, for a year, yeah. I yeah. mean, until you, I mean, look for the last twenty five years, they've had um, Favre and Rodgers. <laughs> I mean, you know, come on, man. That's that's like the Colts having Manning and. Um, Luck before luck got hurt. But, but I mean, uh, seriously, when you think of it, Seattle Seattle made the playoffs, but you're not counting Geno Smith. I don't think Geno's going to beat her next year. I think Geno's going to test the... Uh, well, I think Geno may sign a, a couple of years, but look, they're going to have Denver's pick, so they're going to have an ability to pick one of them quarterbacks at the right. top of the draft, too. Yeah, it, it's a look. There's a lot of quarterbacks in this league who are good. They're good quarterbacks, but they're not the quarterback yeah. that's going to take you to the promised land. There's only so many of well, them. And, and we mentioned Goff and we mentioned Cousins and all that. All those guys at this point are, are just that description you're talking about. Hey, look, Goff got and Hertz has turned line. into and Hertz has turned into the guy who you think can Well, running this offense, yes. He, yeah. I mean they're running look, I don't know if it's Sirianni. I don't know if it's the offensive coordinator. I don't know if it's a combination of the two. I have no idea. Whatever offense they chose to run, and they've got the perfect guy to run it. If mm-hmm. you tried to have most of the quarterbacks in this league running this offense, they couldn't do it. It wouldn't run as efficiently as this. Um, and the whole key to their offense is Jalen Hurts and his running ability, not his throwing ability. The throwing ability is, is a bonus, and he's gotten way better at it. Yeah. But it's his ability to freeze the linebackers. San Francisco's and, and that one series that near the end of the game where they scored, and it was funny, and all of a sudden Jalen was carrying the ball, right? We hadn't seen him carry it much. Right. And I'm trying to wonder if they were trying to show Kansas City something or since whoever they thought they were going to play in the Super Bowl. But his ability to freeze the defense. Was incredible. And, and all the guys on ESPN, like the yep. Orlovskis and the guys, and they, they talk about the same thing. They say, you can't defend this team. And, and running weak side, too. That was yes. one other. That was one other trend that Orlowski and actually Olson pointed out on the broadcast, which yes. was great. And when you're running behind that line, Kevin, doesn't matter. I mean, God, mm-hmm. they've got two probably Hall of Famers. I'm guessing, right? Myalata didn't even have a good year per se, and he was still. Well, he didn't really have a good, good second half, but I get what yeah, you're saying. Dickerson had a you know is looking like you know if he never gets injured is like a steal when they got him. And, I mean, it's just on and on and on. And, you know, when you have a line like that, and then mm-hmm. you, you talked about the defense already, the way they come at you. And, yeah. and look, there's things that, you know, maybe you can run against them. But, see, Kansas City's not a team that runs the ball. So, I don't think Kansas City can hurt them that way. Maybe if they had played. And, for some reason, Cincinnati didn't run the ball yesterday. I didn't, I didn't quite get that either. Oh. But, you know, maybe there was. But if the, if the Eagles play a team that can really run the ball, yeah, they could have, but there's not many teams that do that. Right. Buffalo doesn't run the ball. KC doesn't run the ball um, because the league is a passing league. But the Eagles, and what I love about the Eagles is, and I, I know all in Philadelphia, hey, we got to run the ball 150 times. Okay, great. The Eagles come out throwing the ball to open up the run. Yeah, they do. It's like the opposite of what you're supposed to do, mm-hmm. and it works. It does. Let me uh, let me throw a couple side topics here before we say goodnight. Um off this and it, it, these are the light-hearted topics okay i'm telling you right now okay um did you see what the scalper prices or the not scalper i shouldn't say that the 
secondary market prices were for the game yesterday. It, it, you, they don't care about you and I, and nor should they. Maybe I, I don't know if that. Look, America was built on making the most amount of money you can make. That's what they're doing. I mean, I, I don't. You know, when Taylor Swift comes and, and Taylor Swift tickets are six hundred dollars, you know, is, what, what do I say about Taylor Swift? I, I, I mean, I'm just saying. I know, and, and I'm I'm just befuddled. Um, Why are you befuddled? Because if you're a season ticket holder, and, and look, ninety percent of that park is right. Figure ninety percent of the tickets there are, are season ticket holders, right? Why I. I you pay for the whole year, okay, to get to a game like yesterday. Why? Uh, no matter how much money you are, you 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 know you can get. Uh, short of you know that your family needs it for food and everything, I just don't get it. I don't get why you would sell your why you would try to be so profiteering off those tickets. I just don't. You are you're naive, Kevin. I am you're naive like, in that. No, you're naive, and you. I'm just. I mean, I'm just being as honest as I can be. If, if, is it right? No. I mean, what were the Phillies charging for World Series tickets? Well, here, here's the other part of this, okay? If I'm of the belief that if you, you could use the secondary market to sell your tickets, like if you have an emergency or something, but a team like the Eagles, if they see your tickets are on there too much and you're just trying to make it as a business operation, they should have the right to pull it back. So in one, one, you're you're arguing that the Sixers are making too, or the Eagles are making too much, but then you're arguing that the no, that this the is no, this no, 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 no. This is towards private guy. This is towards the guy who is putting his tickets right on the secondary market, right, and looking to make a windfall. Yeah, that's America. Yeah. Welcome to America. If I if I have a Cabbage Patch kid that's worth a million dollars. I should put it up for a thousand. I would seriously question why you would have a cabbage. I'm just saying. I mean, it's America. Why? Why? Why are we? Like you said, what were Philly's World Series tickets going for? I I don't think that's right either. I think it's a problem with the. I think it's problem with the ticket structure. Problem, but it ain't changing, Kevin. I'm I'm sorry. You know, when when Billy Joel plays a concert and charges whatever he charges, that's because that's what he gets. That that's you know, if if I'd love to pay twenty bucks to see Billy Joel too. You know, but that, that ain't happening. So, and, and the way they do it now, it's not, you're not standing in line to get your tickets like I did no. 40 years ago. And the whole world is, and, and I'll tell you what, what distresses me is the notion that they could go to neutral sites for these championships. That was going to be the next question. But that, that's, see, and that, again, it's greed. I get it. There's no way that the, the, the atmosphere in Kansas City and Philadelphia, you could have been equal. Lose that. You can't lose that, though. You can't. You got to give some. You're the number one seed. You earn that right. Yeah. And I know you got a first round bye. Okay. Wonderful. The fans in the towns. Now I understand why Super Bowl's got to be at a neutral site. I. I well, you can have two ones, right? But well, you're even if even if you if you you know well, these doing the World Series just go back and yeah. forth American League. But again, but you can't. If if five years from now that game yesterday was being played in Atlanta. I'm telling you right now, I boycott the game. I, I, I mean, I just wouldn't feel the same way about it. Um, uh, part two on this. Um, did you get Frankfurt and Cotman when you were a kid? Well, when when the Flyers won the the first Stanley Cup, I worked at the Mayfair Diner. Okay, so we didn't know what was going to happen. No, nobody knew what was going to happen. My shift started at five o'clock. I'll never forget this. It was on a Sunday, and about 5.06 is when the Flyers won. Right. And we didn't know it was going to – and all of a sudden, you saw people on Frankfurt. <laughs> okay, what's – I didn't realize what was going on at Frankfurt and Cotman. Um, But, you know, then I think when I got done work, I kind of wandered down there and just to, to see. Uh, and, and I, I've done it a couple times. I did it after the Phillies won in 93. I was 19 years old. I didn't, you know. Yeah, I don't – yeah, I mean, look – I had a friend who climbed, I think, I'm not sure which it was for, whether it was the Flyers or the Phillies in 1980. Might have been, he climbed one of the, um, uh, you know, there used to be a movie theater there, the Mervyn movie or the Mayfair. At the Mayfair Mayfair movie theater, right? Well, he climbed the the billboard that was on top of the. the, Yeah. 
I mean, but that, look, I, I am of the opinion, and this is why I, I, it's great. Fans celebrate. Do what you're going to do. I feel good for people. You know, I felt good, great that the, the Phillies or the Eagles won yesterday, but, you know, I'm not going out to – I don't have to run around the town shouting out, you know, whatever, you know, screw San Francisco. We won. That's good enough for me. We're going to the Super Bowl. But some people got to let it out, and that's how they let it out. I, and, and and look, Frankfurt Commons not the only hot spot. Obviously, we saw – you know, South Broad. Isn't Broad, isn't Broad and Snyder? Broad and Snyder. Although I think it's moved more north. Okay. Um, because God, the 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 area like around Broad and Walnut and all that last night looked incredibly packed, almost like Super Bowl packed. Back when they won in in seventeen, like um, you know, it it, it was just one of those things. And watching the videos this morning, it's funny talking to the kids in my school. It's like you know. They were out and enjoying it, and they're caught up in this, obviously. And, you know, I think they're deep down hoping that in two weeks they're going to end up with a day off for the par- for a parade. Um, which, by the way, the mayor has said he's going to spare no expense on. Yeah. Well, yeah. Hey, look, you got to do what you got to do. Man. I know. Because I mean, he, his words, I'm leaving office. What can they basically? I'm leaving office. I'll do what the hell they want. Yeah, I mean, hey, look, if people knew what the cost involved was to clean up after uh, the Mummers Parade, you know, I mean, look, I'm not saying we shouldn't have a Mummers Parade. I don't mean that. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a celebration. There should be every time. But again, somebody pays for it, you know, and that's fine, too. Kern, it's, it's Kern part says of Mummers should go away. No, no, no. I'm, I'm telling you that I know people who've told me it, it, it you know, what goes into cleaning up. After that, not so much the Mummers, like on Two Street there, where they do the, the Two Street after the Mummers parade's over. It's nuts. I've been down there. I know people. Um, it, it's sick, but it's their thing. It's you know, it's our thing. It's it's there, there are certain things that doesn't ha- don't have to necessarily make sense for them to happen. Um, you know, you look at what the Phillies did for this city in November, in October last year. Uh, it, it it changed the whole complexion of the city for a month. It really yeah, did. It did. Um, and and the Eagles, like you said, this wasn't as unexpected as the Phillies, so maybe it doesn't have quite. And it's winter time, which changes a little bit too. But I guarantee, you, Kevin, these next two weeks are going to be nuts, and it's just going to keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then if they win, you know, the the three the week after will be nuts. So, you know, and then the Sixers will be going to the NBA Finals. It'll, it'll just be, you know. Yeah, you're jumping ahead of yourself. Uh, hey, look, it, it, look, you think about all the things this city's been through during my lifetime and your lifetime. Well, that was going to be the last question. Two, two titles since 83, I yeah. think I'm correcting that. Yes. And now you had a team that got the Game 6 of the World Series out of nowhere who now has fortified itself and looks like it's going to be a good team again, which doesn't guarantee you anything, especially in their division. You have a football team that is now in the Super Bowl. Yep. Uh, it looks like it could be good. You know, the Sixers have won like 20 or last 24 mm-hmm. or something. I mean, you know, I don't know. It's a good time to be a Philadelphia sports fan, I guess. And there's nothing wrong with that. We've earned it. Now, the, the Sixers, by the way, have gone from – and they're playing as we're t- – doing this tonight they've gone from 12 and 12 to uh 32 and 16 so and nobody's paying it. it's it's all under the radar yeah, it is it's all under the radar and as dick girardi so eloquently pointed out to me like 14 of those wins have been by like three points or less mm-hmm. or overtime and they still count you know I'm, I'm not throwing them back so i don't know what to make of this i mean i i, I, I will tell you I, I was there last Wednesday and on Saturday. You were there Saturday. Yeah, for uh, Jokic. Jokic. And, yeah. Um, watching Embiid, watching Embiid right now is at a different level. It's really something to see. Yeah, and he's not even starting on the, in the All-Star. Which yeah, is, yeah, which is a joke. Well, I'll tell you the other thing, Kevin, is, and maybe I'm missing out when they talk about MVP candidates, right? And I, and I don't really care about that, but it is important to the well, player. And he, he, I mean, that's why... He, you know, you hear Jokic again. You know, you hear Giannis. You hear Tatum. I think they're the three guys probably up there the most. 
Uh, if Durant hadn't been hurt so much, and, maybe. And be the second on the MVP ladder that NBA.com puts out every week. Okay, but but if we looked at the odds, the betting odds is he second? I, I don't have that. Right yeah, now. I don't know either. And I'm just, But he's leading the league in scoring. Look, there's things sometimes about Joe that drives me nuts. Um, but the way he's been playing, if the and I think a lot of this ties into where the Sixers finish. Oh. You know, if the Sixers finish, let's say, second, well, second, then then if Tatum finishes first, and, and if the Celts are first and the Sixers are second, which is no guarantees, maybe that maybe people would look at it and say, well, he doesn't deserve it over Tatum. I, I don't know that. Uh, but if the Sixers win the East, yep. and I'm not saying they can, right. but if they do, then and he keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah. Well, you got to give it to him over Giannis and and Tatum, right? I, I would agree. Uh, and I don't know where Joe where Jokic would fit in because Denver's having a really good year. Yeah, They're, they were tops in the West coming in. Um, I know. How many times have you been to the Phoenix area? I've been there a fair amount of times, but not in a while. Okay. Like it's been. I'm trying to think. The last time I would have been there was probably uh, oh god. Uh, the national title game, uh, Auburn, Oregon. Okay. So that was 12 years ago. What's 12? Oh, yeah. 13, actually, Kevin, if you really want to get. No, two, no, no, 12. 12. Because it was played in 2011. 2010 season. So it's 12, yeah. I was going to say, what? so you've been in that building now. Yes. I was, yes, I was there for two national title games. I think I was there for um, uh, the Ohio State, Florida national title game I think was played there in like 2006 what can, I was there for t- title games what what can you tell people who are going out to that area and there are some who will be well, going out it's not near it's funny somebody just sent me a, a thing for a trip out there uh the price which by the way it's also waste management weekend out there it's the the Phoenix Open oh right 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 yeah and that and that's a zoo yeah I mean that's the zoo, the 16th uh, green. I think the par three. Yep. Um, the the pro, the thing is that that stadium is not in downtown Phoenix. No, it's in Glendale. It's so it's about a half hour, forty minutes, kind of outside Phoenix. So you don't need to actually have to stay in Phoenix if you don't want. Like I always like Scottsdale. That's where I usually stayed because Phil Jasner told me about Scottsdale a long time ago. So I kind of like staying out there. I never really. Stayed. I stayed downtown once, I think. Right. Um, and I, I think it's gotten a lot more built up since the last time I was there. I think that that Phoenix area is one of those. You know, it's like Myrtle Beach. You know, it just keeps growing exponentially. I, uh, I haven't been out there in ages, but yeah, yeah. I always liked it. I always thought it was one of, and my wife always liked it. I, she's been out there like three or four times. We always found it. it you know what's funny, Kevin? You're out there in the cactus. Yeah. Right. I, I played some golf out there. I mean, that wasn't the primary reason I was there, but it's just like a different kind of feel to it. It, it does. You know, uh-huh. I played I played in I played just over at Kingman, Arizona. It's right. It's near the border with uh, Nevada. Nevada. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, yeah, it, you know, it, it's nice. It's gorgeous. A lot yeah, of painted I mean, desert you stuff. Be there in, you no. don't want to be there in the summer. No, I was there in March. Yeah, I was there in March for a couple of NCAA's, um, and it was it was just starting to get like hot. It was just you know kind of like starting to get you know might reach the nineties. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I think the area. Look, it, it, they got it's different. Like I said, I don't know. You know, if you're just going out there for the Eagles, hey, you're not going to care where you're at, right? You could be in Minneapolis. You could be wherever the hell you want to be. Although I will say, I would bet there are a lot of people who have made these road trips. Um, with you know, look, the Eagles two previous most two recent Super Bowls. I know it was New Orleans back in in eighty, right? But Jacksonville, which I think we both agree is not exactly Shankar. No, and Minnesota wasn't, and Minnesota in the winter. I mean, so yeah. Phoenix Phoenix gives an opportunity for some people to do some stuff that what they normally wouldn't do. What do you think tickets do. going for, Kevin? I saw the packages are going for about seven grand. Well, I had a friend who was actually thinking of going out there because he has. We have a person we know out there, right? And I said to him, I said, "Well, you can go out there and have a free place to stay." I said, "What you?" He said he looked into it. The ticket was uh, it was like between four and five grand. Now, I'm sorry, okay. I'm a fan. I'm not a fan like a lot of people are fans, but 
Who the hell pays five grand? And I understand it's a once in a, well, actually, it's not a once in a lifetime because you saw it five years ago. But again, and you're probably going with two people, so you're going to spend 10 grand and your lodging and your airfare. And Which is whatever. actually more expensive than tickets in some way. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I just saw a road tr- a trip going out there, and it wasn't even for staying in Phoenix. It was actually staying in Sedona. And Sedona's nice. I mean, I love Sedona personally. Um, and you're like an hour from the stadium maybe going the other way. But, I, I mean, the, the package was like $3,500 for three nights. Right. And okay, I get it. It's a Super Bowl, and a, but that didn't include the ticket. Well, <laughs> you know, there was one. There was one I heard tonight, and uh, Jillian Mealy actually talked about it on Action News. It's seventy four hundred. Okay, what do you get? You get your ticket. You get a hospitality thing, so like a tailgate party and all that. As well, this one included. Yeah, right. okay. I think it's a premier ticket, like a lower level kind of ticket. Okay, okay. charter airfare. Right. To and from. Here's the catch. Was well, it in a hotel? You do it on the same day. Seventy four hundred. To fly out, to watch the game. Uh, okay. No, no, no. And no, then no, fly no, back. No, no. I'll put it this way: if I was, if I had the money, and I didn't care about the money, that right? would be fine for Minneapolis. If you're in and out of Minneapolis in February, fine. Not, not Phoenix. Nope. Well. Let's look at it this way, though. You could leave. Let's say you it, it's like an 8, 8 a.m. in the morning, right? Charter. Okay. You're out in Phoenix by 10, 11, right? Which, which is you're, 1 o'clock Eastern. Yeah. Right. But you're picking up time. So, okay. Right. So, then everything, the game ends, and you go to the airport and catch a nice flight back. I mean, you know, you land in Philly at like 9 or 10 the next morning. I mean, I'm, I'm just saying, it's not... And, and, here, and here's the other thing. Look, and I've been to every other major sporting event. You know, I've been to a Stanley Cup final. I've been to an NBA final. I've been to, obviously, a couple World Series. I always viewed the Super Bowl as the one thing I'd rather be home for. Oh, you're not. Look, I feel the same way, Kevin, about the Final Four now, the way the Final Four is. See, I, I enjoyed the Final used Four. To be held I out. love the Final Four. No, I enjoy it too, but what I'm saying, when it used to be in the spectrum... Oh, yeah. That was cool. Yeah. Now that it's in Ford Field, no. I, I got a TV, man. I, I mean, really, football is meant to be watched on TV. It really is. I mean, it's it's a made-for-TV sport when you think about yeah, it. Yeah, it is. And would it, like, look, if you're a diehard Eagle fan, if you're somebody that, you know, you just, you know, you really bleed, yeah, I can see wanting to beat her. And the other part about it, Kevin, is what if they lose? What if you spend the seventy five hundred or whatever the hell you're going to spend, and again that's for one person. So if yeah. you're going fifteen, grand. I remember two thousand four when the, when the Eagles were gone, and I was doing a lot of stuff at IP at the time, and I and, and I, I was we were talking to somebody because it wound up that Rob Cherry and me actually did during the Super Bowl. We were born some place. I think it was Barnaby's, but someplace in Delco. Right, and we were actually do, on the air as the, the game. We were describing the game because but it was I, on YSP at that point, not IP. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I guess. Yeah. You, no. No. Yeah, no. I, I, the I think the Eagles were on YSP at that point. Go ahead. I think somebody was at the game giving us. Uh, I don't know if it was D Lineham or if it was Rhea or I don't know who it was. It's probably Rhea. Somebody from the game. It was a woman. I remember that. It was Rhea. But anyway, but probably Rhea. And uh, but I said to my son, this is about Thursday. I said, Stephen. What would you think about getting in the car and driving to Jacksonville? And he's like, hey, you know, dad. And I really seriously thought about it. But then the reason I didn't was this. I said, okay, so I'm going to get in a car and drive 18 hours, whatever it is. And it would be a bonding thing, you know, going yeah. to bond with my son. I said, we're going to get there. I ain't going to be able to either find tickets or afford tickets. So we're going to end up at a bar. I don't even know if he was 18 then. I don't think he was. But we're going to end up somewhere watching it. I said, do I really want to do that? You know, and it just would sound like a great idea. And then I'm thinking, so let's say I had driven all the way to Jacksonville and they lost. Oh, you know, when I've sat there afterwards and gone, I, I mean, I probably wouldn't if I probably said, hey, we had a great time, whatever, whatever. But again, a lot of this is predicated on the fact that the birds are going to win in two weeks. Yeah. Right. Um, 
Whereas when they played uh, the Patriots five years ago, we thought maybe they, you know, look, most of us didn't think they were going to beat Tom Brady. No. Right? Yeah, whatever. And then they wound up beating Tom Brady and it turned into, you know, it was like the cherry on top. We beat, we beat right. yeah, Nick Foles out played Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. And Tom threw for 500 yards. I mean, but again, it's if they win two weeks from now, Kevin, and you ask, I'd pay 15000 to go to Phoenix. Yeah, that's true. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Um, but you got to save your money for the NBA Finals. I'm just telling you. <laughs> just, you know, put some of that money away. How about the Eastern you know? Conference Finals before we get to the NBA Finals, please? How about the second round? Yeah. Well, they should be Whatever. a second-round team. All right. Yo, oh, you mean they should be a second-round team they or should, win the second they round? They should be in the second round. Yeah, but I will say this. Well, if you win the second round, you get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So that's what I'm saying. Let's what, start yeah, with the Eastern Conference Finals. You you're making it sound as if they're going to they, they get they get a buy in the first round. I'm telling you that if they are the three or the four seed, which yeah, they could be, it might be they could play Cleveland. Yep. They could play the Nets. Uh-huh. They could play ah, man, Mike, Mike, Mike. It's way too early for this discussion. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. no. Yeah, but no, just that you and we need to that. Sa- we need to save this for three weeks from now. Yeah. But most years, I never worry about the first round. You know, I'm just like, okay, no, they'll I lose know. in the second round. But, you know, except when they played the Hawks, I didn't think they were going to lose the Hawks. Um, little, did I, little did I know. I'll, tell right. you, I, I, I'll give you my pick right now. I mean, I can change. I'm taking the Eagles. Yeah, I'm taking the um, Eagles. And that's the reason why they opened They opened it a pick. And the Super Bowl never opens at a pick. No, never. I, not I can remember. And it quickly went up to two. And again, I look if if the Eagles lose to the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes does what he did yesterday, I'll tip my cap and say, hey, it happens. There you go. But I mean, we all know that. And I'm not knocking Andy. He's going to the Hall of Fame. He's won a lot of games in his life. But we all know that sometimes he's not at the best in these kind of games. Now, Nick's never been in one of these games. Yeah, so you don't know and, how he'll handle it either. Well, hey, let me ask you a question, and I'm serious about it. When was the last time this year the Eagles were in a game? Think about that. Well, Dallas. I don't count that. That that was because that Minshew was playing and, and whatever. When was the last time there was like five minutes left in the game or, or even going, whatever? I can't. I can't remember. Chicago or Indianapolis? Yeah, but you never thought they were going to lose to no, Chicago. I, Indy, I thought they could. But what was a game where they played like a good team where the game was in it doubt? Hasn't, it hasn't been that way. It ha- they haven't had it. No, you're right. It wasn't a game early in, in the year or something? Nothing that st- strikes me I mean, right away. the Washington game, but, right. but we didn't think they should have lost to Washington. Right. And they really, you know, it's funny. When you think about it, Kevin, I'm not, look, I'm not one of these guys says who you – they really didn't play much of a schedule. I, I mean, and part of that was them, that they were that good. But and, and I don't think the NFC was all that good this year to begin with. No. Uh, but it's funny. And, and you just look at it. I mean, you know, the Chiefs played the Bills and, 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 the, and, the, and the, uh, Cincinnati and lost both games. Um, it's just funny. Like, at the Eagles, it's been a weird season. There's never been like there wasn't that that game we pointed to like on Halloween. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, we're playing the Chiefs, you know, or we're playing um, the Bills. Mm-hmm. Let's see how we're going to do. There wasn't that game. I mean, Tennessee was kind of supposed to be that game, maybe, and they they wound up eight and nine. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and some of the games they played where they really didn't play very well was against bad teams, like you said, Indianapolis, Chicago. Um, that was more, I think, just about them maybe playing down to the competition, which they don't play down to the no. competition. I mean, you know. Uh, any other things we should touch on? By the way, rest in peace. Yeah, I, since we've been on, uh, one of the uh, major sitcom stars from my childhood passed away. Who's that? Cindy Williams. I miss that, Kevin. She passed away? She passed away. Wow. Shirley. Penny Marshall's still alive, right? I believe so, yes. Yeah, I, I, I how old how old would she have been? Like seventy two. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, we lost Billy. Oh Bob. no, no. They both are gone. Oh, really? And, yeah. And I, Billy I, Packer, by the way. I miss Penny Marshall? Yeah. Oh, and Cindy Williams was seventy five. 
Okay. When did Penny Marshall pass? I will look that up. Somebody just said Laverne and Shirley both gone. Wow. Okay. Uh, and look, whatever you thought about Billy Packer, um, and I know there was the, the St. Joe thing in 2004, and I, I get it. 2018, by the way, on Penny Marshall. Are you serious, Kevin? Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Fine. Oh, God. Um, whatever you thought about Billy Packer, and I, I know he could irritate people, and he was an ACC guy and all that kind of stuff, and but he won. He did 34 Final Fours. Yeah. And when him and McGuire were doing it with Enberg, that was the best. They, yeah. they were McGuire was really good. I mean, you know, um, seashells and balloons. It's yeah. a seashell. But, um, Kevin, I'm telling you, man, I, you know, the older I get, um, more warm people. Yeah, you know, a good friend of ours. I don't know if I told you this. Maybe I should have. Tony Leodora. Was had, was sick, right? No, he had quadruple bypass, right? And he was home in two days. Yes, two days. But again, when you start hearing all these things, you know, you just go, "My God!" You know, it's it's, and that's why Kevin, like I said, um, and the older, I, you just gotta, yeah. you can't take it like, don't take life for granted, man. I know we all do. We all do every day. We take it, you know, this and that. Yeah. And you've went through a lot this last year, so you know what I'm talking about. Um, but you know, life, you know, life is good most of the time, and you know, and that's why, um. Two weeks from now could really be good. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you are, you are on. Uh, what is it? Nine ninety the Gambler Fox Sports the Gambler. Correct. Yeah, I don't know if it's nine ninety, but it's, yeah, it's the Gambler Fox Sports the Gambler. It's iHeart Radio, I believe. iHeart Radio. Yeah. And I just come up to parks and see us. And I am on uh, ninety seven five this weekend, Saturday between six and nine p.m. And then uh, with D line them between twelve and three. I believe. Oh, no, three and five fifty. You want me to come in Saturday night with you? Just pick me up, pal. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, whatever. Um, I'll be Ed McMahon. <laughs> you a correct, sir. Yes. Um, hey, I listened for like five minutes the other day, and Steve was trying to get you to trade Joel Embiid. In the middle of the, I don't, I don't, in the I middle of the Eagles pre pregame show, Steve decides to give a call. And, and, and wants to trade Joel Embiid and say he's soft and everything, and I almost lost my mind. The thing, the, the thing. Look, if you get twenty callers, some of them are going to be really good. Yeah, they're going to bring are... something into the equation, and some of them are just. And and it, and when I'm listening, it just those are the calls that stick out to me more, and I hate that they do. And look, Steve's probably a good guy. You yeah, know, and, I, and I don't ever want to jump down anybody's throat. No, but. and you handled it. You handled it fine. You know, was, right. and look, he might be right. I don't think he's right. No, but you know, no, uh, they're calling him soft as well. Anyway, they 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 say any, and and then you get the other side of the equation. No, Jokic stinks. He's like, no, yeah, no, he I hear you. No, he doesn't stink. <laughs> you know, no. And but hey, look, I. I would love nothing more than after the Eagles win the Soupy or whatever happens to see the Sixers make a long run because yeah. I think that would just keep this whole thing going. going. And, and, and look, the Sixers have been teasing us for all these years. Yeah. And, I mean, I look, I lived through, you didn't live through it, but I lived through the we owe you one. Yeah. And then it was we owe you two. And we and finally they cashed, yeah, they which did. was nice. Um, but, boy, I, I mean, I think the, the Eagles are number one. We yeah. all know that. And the Phillies, when the Phillies are going. But I'll tell you what, I think a long Sixers run, I think this town well really, really. Because it's not that. It would be well, more like the Phillies. And right? we were at, we were both game. at this time last week at the Philly Sports Writer Banquet. And you then, yeah, and then sit, thank everybody for coming, by the way. Exactly. And when you sit back and you think, Sixers are the, the, the Phillies going to the World Series. Now the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yeah, Villanova last year who went to the Final Four. No, yes, you did. No, that's yes, not going to probably happen this year. Um, uh, they won't get to the last four. They won't. Yeah, whatever that thing is in Dayton. Um, the Owls may. No. Okay. Well, let me ask you a question because yeah. I've had people ask me this. Okay, they play Houston next weekend. Uh huh. Well, they better win that game because if you lose that game, then you never beat them there. You you have to be competitive, Kevin. You ha can't beat Houston and then 
They lost to Maryland okay. Eastern Shore and I, Wagner. I, Mike, I get it, but. <coughs> I get it, too. Like Joe Lenardi right now would probably have them both in the 90s. Yeah, they would. I'm guessing. Yep. All right, so that's it. Um, but, but if they beat Houston again, then we could start the discussion. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We will talk next week. Hopefully I can get somebody from Arizona um, when they get out there and everybody gets settled. So Maybe uh, Andy Reid will go on with us. Time's yours. If, if, hey, by the way, it, it, anybody who hasn't been paying attention. And so Angelo Cataldi now has three weeks left. Yes. Got this week, next week. If Andy Reid beats the Eagles. Poor Angelo. Poor Angelo. It's, I mean, he has made this his mission. Yeah. And Don Quixote is trying to still chase windmills. Yes. Yeah. And that, I, I got to be honest, though. If the Eagles lose that game to Andy... That would be a hard take. Yeah, that would. It Especially would. if you're the favorite, even if you're only a slight favorite. Mm-hmm. All those things, because it would just make you think about all those times he didn't win yep. with us. <laughs> all right, I got to go grade some papers, Michael. Be, be kind. Grade on the curve. Will do. Thank you. for. Okay, babe. Take care. Thank you to everybody for joining us. Thanks for sticking around. We'll talk to you next week as Super Bowl Mania gets underway. This is Work of the Beat.